H&M is making headlines once again. Meg Thee Stallion officially trademarks Hot Girl Summer. And we're doing part two of Topic of the Week. Stay tuned. You've just logged on to Black Twitter. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. <laughs> you don't give a <laughs> what? What? Right. What? Hey, hey, what is? Get is on what's, my level. Right, what? right, get, get on, on my level. level. What? Get listen. Stop, y'all. Listen, they're going to get us. No, they need to right. get us. Not ready. Get up with us, okay? Let us have that intro music. It right. would be nice. We do not own the rights. We don't. I love the intro music. music. Okay. No, it is lit. It's pretty lit. Yeah. Uh, listen. I'm you sure a black person wrote it. it. They should let us have it. They, good night. <laughs> it's black Twitter. Why not? <laughs> But what's up, y'all? Another episode, episode eight of Black Twitter. We have so much in store for you. Some hot topics, you know, our signature segments like retweet or delete. And we're going to finish up part two of Topic of the Week. It was heated. I'm glad to say that we have Sierra back. But before we get to Sierra, we got to introduce our entire panel. My name is Rocky Harris. And to my left. What's up, guys? It's Jamie Gray. Jamie with the bang. Oh. Oh. Jamie with the bangs. What's that? There we go. Back again. Oh, there we go. You little bandana feel. Can you do it? What? And I didn't do any type of crap. Uh, But I'm cute, y'all. I'm cute. But see, how do I go after that? I'm just Sierra Stafford. No, you can do a Sierra. You got to go. That's what y'all getting today. Okay. Well, I'm your Black King, Jay Lamar. Welcome to Black Twitter. Yes! <laughs> Come on, Black King. But no, so, our first topic. Have you guys been hearing about Antonio Brown? Yeah. yeah. It's just, all, you said, wait, what? We're all like, yeah. I know. It's sad. It's a lot been going on, but I do feel like he's kind of dug his own grave a little bit. So, Antonio Brown has been accused of sexual assault and rape by former trainer Brittany Taylor. This lawsuit comes after he's only played with the New England Patriots for two weeks, y'all. Two weeks, and this is the the lawsuit came out actually within a week of just him being with the team. He actually got dropped from the Oakland Raiders, if y'all didn't know that. So, um, but yeah, Brittany claims that Brown assaulted her on several occasions, three occasions, and forcibly raped her back in 2018 in his home. So she used to train him. There's a lot of different kind of grotesque um, text messages. We don't want to really say them out loud on here, but look into it. It's it's kind of you know disturbing, but. He actually has several uh, other lawsuits against him, including another woman who says that um, he also sexually assaulted her. And um, he's saying that he he hasn't paid employee wages. There's so many different things that's going on while he's being sued. I don't know if y'all saw him fart in front of that doctor's face. Yeah, childish. Just childish. It's just, yeah, he he has a lot going on. So, but really what caught him up was the NFL was doing an investigation, but um, they actually kind of, it kind of came to a close when they found that Antonio Brown had sent uh, threatening messages to one of the, the ladies. So uh, they kind of, you know, dropped them loose. And so after that, though, Antonio Brown kind of just start kind of going off on anybody, calling out Shannon Sharp, Robert Kraft, because, you know, Robert Kraft had that sexual um, the trafficking right. during the um, uh, Super Bowl. So, I mean, it's it's just a lot. But he does have a lot kind of going on. He got dropped from his Nike deal, his helmet, two helmet deals. It's just been a lot, I know. So pretty much he's just kind of, I don't know. How did you like? What have you guys been like? Have you what have you heard about it? Because I know this everybody's not into sports too, and obviously y'all see this is like the first sports story that we've really done. <laughs> well, but no, we had to talk about it because I mean this is the biggest you know news right now, and it's kind of and now he's going back to school, so he's going so back random. to uh, yeah. University of Central Michigan, and uh, I guess he's going back to school. He's like you know what whatever. He got to survive. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, he's like, look, Plan I mean, B, chase a different bag, yeah. right? And that is what he said, though. He was like, I was gonna quit a long time ago. He's threatening to quit. He was about to punch the um, Oakland Raiders coach um, if he did. Yeah. Uh, if whoever's in the live chat, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure he he did it, but he threatened to to punch him. It was so. actually the uh, general manager for the Raiders. Oh, for, right, for the Raiders. Yeah. But was it? It wasn't the coach. It was no, just it the general wasn't manager. The coach. He, uh, from what I remember from the exact story is that uh, there were some things he called uh, the general manager. Or right, I believe the head coach uh, cracked. They pretty right. much told him to apologize, and then he was just, I guess, in some point, he just threatened to punch the general manager. That's so, crazy. So. Right. So That's it's Josh is like our Norman. Right. Yes, no. we, need, Norman. we need you for uh, you sports. But yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's really crazy. <laughs> it's really wild that um, he's kind of going through all of this. But at the same time, the text messages were really crazy. Yeah, he they was. Were. So, and like I said, we don't want to show any of them, but if you are interested, then, you know, Google is your friend. Um, but I just yeah. hate that it takes so long for women to come forward, forward mm. after a situation like that. Like, have y'all ever experienced any type of, like, maybe not sexual assault, but sexual harassment and on the workplace or, like, in the streets and you didn't want to talk about it up front? Like, what makes you not want to address it right then and there? It's definitely... It's, ha- go ahead. Well, I was just going to say it's a fear. Like, you know, people judging you and then just making judgments just mm-hmm. like you did, you know? Unwelcome opinions. So... Mm-hmm. Why would they even have the the guts to come forward? You have to talk about it all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still trying to recollect what even happened. Was it that big of a deal? And you're questioning yourself. I was know? yeah. I was just gonna say. I think a lot of it is women suppress how they feel about it because they it's been normalized for so long. Mm-hmm. Like even even for me now that I'm I'm 26, I'm starting to really understand what harassment is. Mm-hmm. Like every single day, you go down the street as a woman. Yeah. Oh my gosh, won't you smile? You look so cute today. Oh. Like. Oh, that's the it's, worst one. It's yeah. back to back. No, but literally back to back. Like, your entire day honestly can't start without, girl, smile. You look cute today. Can I get your number? Can It's just like. Why are you frowning? Right. And Do I, I know you? I think it's also <laughs> because the men, like, they expect the women to just flock to them in return. Like, yes. well, I just yeah. said this to you. So the end result is supposed to be you're supposed to like what I say and take everything I said in. And in reality, like, a lot of times they don't really know what harassment is. They don't know what assault is. They don't yeah. know what rape is. They have this ideal image in their mind of what it is. And they're wrong. Like, I remember an instance where I actually tried to tell a guy, like, hey, you did this and you shouldn't have. And he, you know, started feeling really defensive. And he was like, well, because this is serious. And it's like, at least I'm telling you. Yeah. You know, so that you can do better. Because <laughs> when you do better, it. you could do better. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know? so, I, and I think, too, like you said earlier, I think so, we're, as women, we're suppressed for how we feel. So we're scared to, like, for people to judge us, say, oh, you're lying, girl. That's not true. So it's kind of like... We want to say for help, but you're going to just bash us in return. Right. So it's kind of like, it's, a win, it's not it, a win-win. Exactly. I often wonder, like, why did she wait until, like, exactly right now? Like, she went on with her career. She did X, Y, and Z. What made her wait? Well, that's know, a process. Her, yeah. It's a process, like, especially, like, the, the heavier the situation is. It's not just like, oh, okay, great. We're going to, you know, you have to go through tests and... Well, like that. And so. she well, but she did file it. It was it wasn't that long ago. It was probably like a week or or so ago. Mm-hmm. So it, the timing is bad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take away from if this did possibly happen. Oh, it needs to be addressed yeah. and he does need to get, you know, have some um exactly, period. Mm-hmm. But I do think Did she file a class action lawsuit? Civil, civil. Civil suit. Mm-hmm. So it's not criminal. No. And also, I mean, if so they're not won't. able to find any evidence cuz usually you have to ha- like do it within a certain amount of time, usually 5 days, if they're not able to find anything it's not going to come up 
positive yeah. for his results. That's I what I'm saying. What made her? What prompted her? Like, does she have a? Talk she her, she probably her just had the guts to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, so then that that empowers her. You yeah. know, so it, it doesn't matter whether it's 20 years or two. You know, it's, it's mm-hmm. and it was multiple occasions. So well, and that's yeah. the thing too is with certain situations like a Bill Cosby situation, there are questionable moments, but at the same time, it doesn't justify that there are actual people who this does happen to, All and right. who I'm sure I'm sure it was <laughs> at least one person with Bill Cosby, and one is enough. Yeah. So absolutely. it doesn't need to happen, period. So yeah, I, I, mean, I feel bad for her in this situation or any woman that goes. Yeah, that, absolutely. You know, in that type of situation, I just wonder like what made her keep going back to him I, I, and putting herself in those type situation. of situations. Yeah. And that's valid for you to question. I yeah. think you just have to be careful when you question those things mm-hmm. and who you're around because there, I mean, there's so many reasons why women don't say anything because there's right. a lot of reasons. I mean, even no matter what it is with sexuality, either we do it too much, we're a hoe. Mm-hmm. If we don't do it, we're a prude. It's just so many things that serve. Right. Yeah, yeah, with women, it's we literally can't win for losing. And so, yeah. and even in these situations with um, Brittany, regardless if there was a moment where they were consensual in it because it could have been a consensual thing but at the same time when it becomes abusive that's the problem apparently one of these women was literally yelling no Mm -hmm. and he continued so um, but yeah I mean I think that's that's okay for you to question that because I know for me if someone came to me and was like, "My, your son did this to me," of course you you're gonna want to know, like, "Okay, girl, don't be just you know just saying." Because there are women like that. We mm-hmm. need to not lie and say that there are not women who take advantage of the system and the exactly. Me Too movement. Right. But at the same time, there are women who are suffering in silence, and we yeah, need to give them absolutely. a platform. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, another platform that's kind of <clears throat> tripping right now, um, or maybe not tripping. We need to really talk about this conversation as well. But Jamie. Take it away. Oh, my goodness. So, you guys, black Twitter just... Or, honestly, and Twitter all around has been talking about this H&M campaign, mm. this after-school uh, campaign that they had where they have kids in their most natural state. Maybe they're coming from recess, their parents are picking them up, and so they had all of these kids, but everyone noticed this black girl with her hair in its natural state. Mm-hmm. Now, when you first look at it, Let's all be real. It's a little shocking. That's mm-hmm. my first reaction. Absolutely. Twitter was ablaze. Instagram was ablaze. You know, you look you look at the edges, and then I think people look so closely at this hair that they forgot that it's also a little girl. Mm. So uh, a lot of controversy happened with this. Um, so one of the things I wanted to uh, to talk about is just Black Twitter's response. So uh, Breezy or Bree Got the Juice says, "No Black Mama finna have their child walking out the door like that." LOL. And ain't even about whether her edges need to be laid or not. But if sis hair can't be styled back into a puffball, they could have easily styled a little fro. Okay, I have a lot of thoughts about this, mm. but I'm gonna let you guys take it away and then I'll. Well. Go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna say, and also just to note, this was a part of an ad campaign for yeah. back to first school after school. How kids look after school in so, their natural state, right? Mm-hmm. So they played, they've done all these things, and they have a a, a line of kids who I, I think that we all can attest to the fact that you went to school one way and you came mm-hmm. home a different way. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. And it was I know for me, even it, it was even even times where I was like, oh my god, I gotta fix my shirt. I gotta wipe this stain off my shirt. I gotta make sure my hairbrush by the time my mom get home because if she see me like this, she know I ain't leave the house like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but and when it pertains to that particular campaign, of course we know that our beautiful black children they have all different types of hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree that there are people out there that mirror that image of that beautiful young girl, right? Um, and there's no to me. I didn't see. I seen an issue with H and M doing it. Because there right. there have been so many issues over the past year or two with them, you know. In particular. In particular, 
uh, uh, showing our beautiful black children in a different light. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I just don't think that that was a particular ad that they should have put hurt in. I don't want to talk about the young lady because I hate the way they did the the, the mm-hmm. young man with the monkey situation. Yeah. Um, because that really can mess with a child's confidence. Yes. But I do I don't agree with the style of her hair. I think they could have did a little bit something different. Well, okay. Before we uh, exactly what exactly I mean, if you can look at the length of her hair, there's mm-hmm. only but so much you can do to it, mm-hmm. whether it's in its natural state or whether you put an iron to it. No, I but. I think that's where, you know, we have this expectation of black people and we're we're literally not accepting ourselves Mm -hmm. in our natural form, Mm -hmm. you know? Internalized ways. And so I want to get into the next tweet where another black Twitter, uh, where another user said, why can't the black girl have messy hair? The other kids on the website also have messy hair. Are you saying curly, straight texture is more attractive and kinky when messy? Or is it okay for 4C hair to be messy? She still looks beautiful as the other girls. She does. Yeah. And that's... I was I was gonna make a point about that. Um, it's about being natural, right? We're, we're black. We have different type of textures on our hair, mm-hmm. so I feel like we're not used to showing that. That's why. Mm-hmm. So the fact yes. that I do agree, it is kind of sketchy that H and M did it, but also commend them for saying you want to do something different because mm-hmm. it's not what we're used to seeing. So I feel like I mean, and this makes a point proven right here. Their hair is messy. It's right. just straighter. But right. so at, it's at just, the same time, and it still look messy. <laughs> with with the, with this these kids with this messy hair, we see that, and I'm like, okay. Our children, mm-hmm. as black future black parents, mm-hmm. all of us, we would never send our kids to school in that manner or to look like that. Right? Well, yeah. But you well, you will come home a different way. Like I always had so much hair, my mom mm-hmm. would press it each morning, and then when I would came back, it would still be in a poof ball, but my hair would be everywhere. everywhere. But I never thought anything of it because. I'm a kid, you know, right. and I mean, most most girls a lot of times grow up as tomboys, <clears throat> mm-hmm. so they do get a little bit rough, you know, when they're growing up. I can I, take I, it to account. I'm sorry with, with what you said. Like, it's just shocking that they put it out like that because that's something that we she could walk around the house like that. Well, and see, that's my thing. I was gonna say, like, we we have a black Twitter group chat and on Instagram, and I like the video where um I, I don't know why I'm forgetting I'm her real. name. Uh, real? Amanda Seals, yes, yeah. where mm-hmm. she's talking about. I I agree. Her that's how a black child looks, yeah, and that and it's beautiful regardless mm-hmm. of how her hair is. We need to understand what no product looks like, things like that, mm-hmm. because you can have no product or it cannot have chemicals in it with mm-hmm. it not looking necessarily like that. And mm-hmm. I get what you're saying, but at the same time, accepting blackness in the textures for what they are is, like you said, internalize Eurocentric ideas of mind frames. But what I liked what Amanda was saying was. The issue is is with H&M and how the handling is going on behind the scenes. Absolutely. You know that this is going to be shock value, and that's mm-hmm. what gets your business going. I think the intention behind H&M is what's sketchy, not necessarily the photo. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, I don't... To me, you can't tell me that a white photographer that took that picture did not say, hmm... I oh, for some sure. Different well, hair. but see the what the um over H and M, she spoke out. The go ahead. You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, I just wanted to to say what H and M had actually tweeted out. They said that we truly believe that all kids should be allowed to be kids. That's the school age kids who model for us come to the photo studio in the afternoon after school, and we aim for a natural look, which reflects that. Right. So I mean, they pretty much doubled down on what they <clears throat> what their intentions were. Mm-hmm. But I will say this because I I see what you're saying, Jay Lamar. Like. Someone's going to look at this and have a little question mark. Yeah. But um, I don't think that her hair was done in the beginning of the day. Yeah. I don't, I, and that's okay. You know, that's its natural state if, if that person wants to go out like that. But if they're saying it's an after-school look, that's the last night look. I would. I agree 100%. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I no agree. bonnet. I mean, ha- no bonnet. No blue magic. I mean, I have, I have several nieces and, nep- niece and nephews that have like different <laughs> textures of hair. And with that particular texture of hair, I believe it could have been brushed. Like that was complete. They didn't do nothing. Yeah, they didn't. Baby girl I, hair. I, like I said, yeah. no. And I, yeah, you can tell it was nothing done. Uh, but I feel like the only reason why it saves it a little bit only because it was an after school look. At right, H&M. right. In reality, that's what a kid looks like. I've been around right. too many black kids not to know what they look like. Right. They look like that. Right. Yeah. That's right. reality. I'm sorry. So accept it. Now, like <laughs> we said, we don't like that it's H and M. I'm a, I'm with you on that. Right, had, it right. been, had it been city trends, would y'all city have trends. had a different? Absolutely. Because <laughs> <laughs> our, our intent, we know, we know where our intent comes yeah, from. Because uh, we know how to handle our images, mm-hmm. and that's what Amanda Seals was saying on the rail was who's behind the scenes because that's what it's. It's almost like you're trying to make us. Which say is something. what happened. Yeah. Exactly. So because I, I can say if I was behind the scenes as a creative director for H and M, and she came on set, I would immediately say, "Baby girl, come here." Let me do something <laughs> to this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> afro that. something. No, I would have afroed it out. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, oh, she came home and her ponytail came out. Something like that. I wouldn't put her on the screen like that. Right. And, and there are, like, like yeah. I mean, there's, she's a beautiful girl. There are yeah. plenty of pictures online that you can see where she has her fro out. So, you know. And she's beautiful on screen, how she was on there. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying she still yeah. looks pretty in that. Yeah, she yeah. does. Yeah. She, she does. still looks pretty, so. Absolutely. I often want to see when, when these kids grow up, I want to hear what they have to say. Well, yeah. I'm a little nervous in this day and age because I, I feel like this is going to traumatize them. Can you imagine your picture on the internet and adults, kids, your classmates are all talking about it? I wow. mean, I think, well, Wigs it's from, a, it's a <laughs> from here on out. back and forth thing because I feel like when they get older, then that, that does give them more public publicity. Yeah. And well, look this, at Gabby Douglas. How mm-hmm. she was scrutinized well, for... Yeah. And she said, ain't a thing, okay? Ain't a thing. Sis worth $5 million. Right. Tumbling. And that's a But yes, so twice. Two hours. I cannot tell. She's kicking it. But we're gonna move on to our third. And we're only doing three topics today because we want to give some time to our topic of the week. Um but yes, so but we gotta we gotta talk about Fat Joe real quick. He says that all Latinos are African. So Sierra, tell us about it. Oh goodness. So um as we all know, he did an interview with Hot 97 here recently, and you know, he basically said that that Latinos are related or just like black people the African American culture so this for me this had two stories to it um, I'm going to have two mm-hmm. tweets for this but before I get into the tweets um, I feel like one side of it is saying you know Latinos they're they're a minority like black people so mm-hmm. treat us the same <clears throat> then you have the other side of saying well you know Latinos have black in them you know they came from the motherland you know Dominicans? all this yeah all that type mm-hmm. of jazz so it's, I feel like this story is very two sided mm-hmm. so I'm just going to see which side you guys are on basically <laughs> I mean I feel like people don't know the difference between race ethnicity like well especially with Latinos Latinos versus or Latinx members versus Hispanic mm-hmm. Hispanic you are a Spanish speaker Latino that means you come from the like you derive from Latin America America. Right. Mm-hmm. Joshua, you could, whenever you want to cut totally in. Totally can vouch for that. Raquel just nailed it 100% on mm-hmm. the head right there. I mean, and a lot of people always distinguish and say, oh, you're Hispanic, you're Latino. There is a major, major difference. Di- exactly. Big right. difference. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you're a Latino, Latinx type of person, yeah, you come from that culture of itself of Latin America. Typically Hispanic, of course, it's from the subroot Spain. So, of course, right. I'm not mm-hmm. from Spain, so I consider myself Latino or Latinx. So. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And as far as what Fat Joe is saying, I do agree. <laughs> At a part where, you know, both black and Latino culture, brown culture, we all have gone through, like, certain things together. Mm -hmm. But, of course, 
we just we got different struggles we got different struggles and, and that's everything. that and i can't really see just like i get where you're saying where it's just like black and latino are the same because obviously in the east coast specifically in new york mm-hmm. it's a different culture over there here where i'm from in the west coast where i'm from la it's the cultures are like so much different they're just, so I, different yeah it's just one of those things where i mean it'd be cool to be considered black but obviously <laughs> i just don't go through the same struggles as as, as right. Well, and see, that's different. the thing is, you can be Latino and Hispanic, like you're a Spanish speaker, but you are from Latin America, or yeah. you're you're Spanish, like you just said. But like Europeans or European Jewish people, you're Jewish ethnically, mm-hmm. but you are white racially. I kind of exactly. understood what he was saying when when it came to dynamics of the struggle. Right. Yeah. And y'all well, know, yeah, like, if, if you've been to New York, anybody that is like Dominican or Latino, they, are, they think they identify as us well yeah. no. but i understand like in that in that demographic <laughs> they do go through similar struggles they're looked upon di- just like a black person. sure absolutely but you're not black and mm. even like mm. with them even in the bay they be doing that too like you're not gonna say the n-word mm. around me but that's the thing is that just because you grew up with a struggle Where? in the bay like oakland uh-uh. okay but oh, no, well, no, 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 no. and in the east coast uh-uh. but like there's there are white Latinos, there are indigenous Latinos, there are black Latinos. Like, mm-hmm. you can be Afro-Hispanic, or you're a black person who speaks Spanish. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many different sub-genres of... What do y'all put Cardi B as? She's Thank af- you. She- uh, uh, afro No, she's not. If y'all, if y'all are gonna... Because people will always say that Cardi B is not black, which I agree, she's not. She's... I mean, which... Trinidadian she's, she's is Caribbean, and then But there's Dominican white Trinidadians. Is, you know, and also, like, even the countries like that, like, even Barbados, they derive um, their country, their their mother country is England. So, will Cardi so. B be at Black Girls Rock? Well, sure. okay, uh, this is my thing. Because yeah, reality, reality, yes. he lets in everybody reality, in. Exactly. Robin Thicke would be yes. there, too. She said that she is black. Oh, for real. She said that oh, she's Robin black. <laughs> I mean, this is my thing. We can't deny that a large part of the Latin American and la- the Latinx community does derive from African culture yes, and lineage. Like everything but that's, else. Right. Like every, literally like everything else. But <laughs> I feel like, you know, but so I, I also feel like we need to distinguish between white Latinos and that and that's not the same. Like mm-hmm. you can. So if, if we're going to do that though, this is why I'm saying like our people can be so fickle, which is like, it's a love hate thing. But it's like, if we're going to sit here and label every little thing, we need to label biracial people too. Like you can be black where both parents are black black and you can also Mm -hmm. be biracial you can have your own communities there's a difference between each of them we have our own different experiences yeah i think it would be hard to do that with biracial people only because the world sees them as black like you don't you don't see uh tracy ellis ross and think oh white woman you but that's, but that's off of looks, black. though, right? Yeah, and we, we talked about that in well, previous but, episodes. But it's like if you're biracial and you identify as black, but you were raised by white people, what's your culture? No, but I'm talking I'm about sorry. how the world is going to treat you. That's how a lot of people like like mixed race people. So you, now they're saying I'm a mixed race black woman, mm-hmm. whereas some people will say I'm a mixed race white woman. I don't know. I've never heard of that person. Yeah. But like most of my biracial friends, they identify as a black yeah. person. All of my family, that is, all of my cousins that are biracial, they black. Right, and that's the, that's what I'm they, saying. Because I feel like, like I feel like let everybody a, in. I feel like it's a different. Okay, well, I don't know. This <laughs> might be letting everybody. Street, this <laughs> might be letting everybody in, but I do feel like there's a difference between being fifty fifty, like your mom's or your dad's black, mm-hmm. and then somebody saying, "Oh, I got a little five percent black in me." You right. ain't black, but we do one drop rule with so many people. That's what I'm saying. Like it's just like, it's just what we came from, though. I mean, back in the day, that's how they identified you. But one drop, you as, okay. But <laughs> think about it. A lot of us as black people have Indian in us. Somebody a little Cherokee something. No, I mean I'm not saying. Oh yeah, I'm. 
But okay, but well, a lot of black people do. Exactly. But I mean, y'all still do. Well, I don't. I don't. I got my papers. I know about. I can't get my But I mean, but 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 that but that's not an example. But I got into a school because of that. What part? What kind of Indian? That is Blackfoot and Cherokee. Okay. At least you know. I do know. No, because I we got white and my great great. You know, like literally, but I wouldn't know. No, we do stuff. Country. Yeah, my uh my ex fiance was Odawa Indian. Oh wow! Yeah, so, I don't know what that and is. He still had like a pop, it was inside of uh, Potowski, Michigan. Oh wow! Yeah, so they still have powwows. Yeah, you can still live on wow. the, the reservation. Reservation, mm-hmm. you get free health care. We have our land in mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Still water. Mm-hmm. All right, ancestry. Okay. All right, let's, let's get us back to the tweets. Yeah, right. Right. we got some right. tweets. Wait, right? Yeah, well, let's see what the people got to say. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> first, so our first tweet that we have, um, I can't pronounce her name. Don Donnie. So she said. <laughs> Don't ask. Don't ask. Don't ask. Oh, I'm sorry, Donnay girl. Listen, Donnay. Okay, so we got uh, Latino really is <laughs> the eyes. Good sign. night. Latino isn't a race, a just a just a mixed group of cultures. So no, not at all. Latino people are black, nor are all folks from the Caribbean black. Right. There are white and indigenous 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 Latino mm-hmm. as well as black people, along with Asian Latinos as well. Absolutely. So that kind of just makes our point. Literally, you know, yeah. there's only three major racial groups, and that's as far as we know, as far as science has taken us now. So let's make Don't sure. Don't cancel Fat Joe, y'all. He just took it from the black Latino. He's Afro Latino. But he redeemed himself in this way. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he kind of just backdoored it. So I'll just read real fast. <laughs> um, I guess backdoored it uh, to keep what I was saying to uh to Ebro in context because of the rampant slave trade in Caribbean and parts of South America. Everyone integrated. Of course, Latinos out west have native blood and Spanish blood. Please don't spin my words. Just laying the facts. He did, he did say he facts in there. Yeah, yeah. During, his, no, during his interview, he did talk about you know enslavement and stuff like that. So he did talk about like, absolutely. And I think just to reference off of what you were saying, Sierra, how you know where sometimes maybe the Latino community wants to identify also as a minority because they are and they want to relate to us. I don't know. I, I feel like um, just like we no- like we noticed with the West Coast, they do treat black people differently than they do on the East Coast, where it's more of a camaraderie and more unity than West Coast is more divided. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, I feel that. True. I mean, Absolutely. I I feel like I mean I get where he was coming from, but like people said, the facts are facts. And but do you guys? So will you say we don't agree that you're they're black? Yes or no? Some of them. No, some of them. Right. Some of yeah, them are. Okay. Not all. No. Right. <laughs> like um, That's good. I'm trying to. Right. <laughs> like, I, That's I, good. Yeah. I welcome so, all the black ones. Okay. Yeah, as long as y'all not spitting out the N word, like, because I ain't got time. But, okay. you know, um, quick mentions. <laughs> yes, clappers. Ow. Oh. You know, ow. Because Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, so, yeah. So, oh. Like I said, just quick mentions, really quick. Megan Thee Stallion, officially trademarked Hot Girl Summer. So, yes. congratulations to her. Hot Girl and, and. Handle me. You, who who gonna, gonna handle, handle me? me? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> okay. <laughs> These checks. And who gonna handle Jarrell Jerome? Because he just won an Emmy for it's, outstanding acting role in a limited well series. That is absolutely, absolutely amazing. It is for a limited uh, for best lead actor in a limited series for his performance as Corey Wise and Ava DuVernay's When They See Us on Netflix tells the story of the Exonerated Five. Now the Exonerated Five, known as Central Park Five, we ain't using that title no more. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, he's also Dominican. <clears throat> yes, Afro Latino. I was say yeah. Right. He became. <laughs> that's what I was just like. What do y'all want to call it? 
Can Black. I give a little shout out to? Go ahead. So a good friend of mine, Terrence Terrell, won an Emmy last night as well. Okay. Yes, for best actor in a digital series. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, see. I know yes. who he is. That name sound familiar. You know, with the blue screen. He's in. G- uh, um, G- no, Giant. not the pajamas. Let me see. Ain't he fine? He is. Oh, he can he you bring a little nice closer? We are not. We <laughs> got the piece. Listen, y'all. We gonna have. We gonna have to get. We gonna have him on the show soon, but he's an Emmy Award winner now. So okay. Turn up. It was all about black and gay last night. If you was black or gay. No, it really was. I mean, the guys are gay. You're black. Uh, <laughs> I cannot deal, but absolutely, we better be about black and gays all yes, the time. Period. So, um, but we're gonna have our retweet and delete brought to you uh, lovingly by Jay Lamal. So what's up? So we eight weeks in, so y'all know how the game go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, straight to it. I'm gonna read the tweet. You can either say retweet or delete. I thought we added like in there last time, didn't we? We, we sure did. Okay, we can do that. Yeah. So this comes from um, Bombshell, my home girl. She's also the uh, Afterbuzz girl. So for cuffing season, are y'all starting rookies or bringing back some of y'all all-star key players? All-star key players. I mean, <laughs> starting a rookie. Is there another option? No. There like, ain't no in-between. It's ain't no in-between, sweetie. <laughs> Yeah. My tweets are to have y'all thinking. Um, you can't play because you got a you got right. an all-star key player already. You can't oh, even play. So baby, we just gonna delete her. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't gonna. She gonna just scroll past. Like, and Jamie going through her whole Rolodex. <laughs> I'm just like, cause you know it is fall. This first day of fall. Yeah, it's falling love. Um, fall. How was your summer? I'm gonna just like it. You gonna like it? Yeah. <laughs> Not new. You too. You can't. You got delete it for yourself because you got one too. I'm deleting. Ah, <laughs> See ya. Okay. No, I ain't got one, but you know, I ain't. I it's like okay it. though. Start, start, start. <laughs> well, I, no, I ain't got one. Next tweet like though. <laughs> if you don't dance when you eat, you don't love food. This Facts. is from my homegirl Candace Girl, you know from Potomac. Retweet. <laughs> yeah, retweet. Because all these people greedy up here. I may quote it with some emojis, the food emojis. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now this tweet, the next tweet is very, very interesting. Um, because y'all are three, I love this. Y'all are three women. She might not cheat, but mm. she know what guy is next. Retweet. Oh my gosh. Retweet. Retweet. That's terrible. Retweet. Share on Facebook. That is so true. Share your story. Now she's screenshotting and sharing. No, yes. that's, that's hella that's valid. That's hella wow. Is. So that's what I wanted to ask y'all. That's as women, because they say that you guys are the masterminds behind cheating. You know how to cheat. I've never cheated. Never yeah. in my life. You know, you know how to cheat. Even if you haven't cheated. I well, thought, we've both had a thought. We know when something, the time is ticking. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what it is. It's when we getting tired and I'm good and tired of being good and tired. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. So Everything else looks dark. I don't think it's cheat. Well, like we don't cheat, but it's like, like you said, we know when it's time. So I, if I feel uneasy, I'm be like, okay, I'm going to get uneasy. <laughs> Okay, I don't give a damn. So do y'all keep one in the back pocket? Is what I'm saying. One in the who? In the back pocket. One in the back pocket. And no, I don't do that. I just let life happen organically. Yeah, and you want it to be the right one because it's like you don't waste time. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, no spares here. And then it becomes emotional (laughs) cheating. Yeah, yeah. But I do feel like it it is easy for y'all to have a team of men or have <laughs> not a squad or to get me squad gang 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 cause I got Ooh. mine but I'm sure you guys oh, have well. no, no. <laughs> not good girls 
Good. Well, no, Jamie, that's not bad. No, if you're single, if you're single, do you? you yeah, are, that's, no, you, single is for sure different. Yeah, it but is. if you're in a relationship, so like, okay. no, absolutely yeah, not. No, okay. Well, I didn't come here to break up any homes. Oh like, my God. I am no, a relationship I, coach. Home so is solid, foundation secured. Period. Okay, you know I'm done. You know foundation. Okay. But the foundation <laughs> might crack, though, because we got to get into this topic of the week. Wow. Hey. We already had some huge discussion. Hey, we did today. No, today but we got to finish it off. This is part, part two, and Sierra's now with us, so we got to ask Sierra. To, uh, unbutton the button and stuff. Right. Ready for this. Oh, listen, <laughs> so just to, re- just to uh, give y'all a refresher, last week we talked Excuse about should black women be open to dating outside their race? This was a question that was posed by black women own. The mm. conversation, a new panel discussion by Oprah. You know, we got to give the shout outs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Sierra, we asked everyone else last week. We got to ask you, have you dated outside your race and or would you? Um, funny, I haven't dated, but I have had like crushes on people okay. outside oh, of my race okay. or people have liked me outside of my race. But I was never bold enough. And this might sound bad, but I wasn't comfortable mm. because mm. I was like, although you a fine white boy, no offense. I don't know if I can actually do it. Like actually mm. full blown date you, so yeah. it never got that far. I just like flirted, you know. You and it was a but white boy. It was a white boy. Okay, okay. it's, it's like actually nervous. been like two multiple white boys in my life. No, three in my life. Okay. Oh. So, so you being from the south, was that more so like you couldn't, you didn't feel comfortable, like maybe bringing them around friends and family? Um, like what made you feel uncomfortable and uneasy about that? Honestly, the thought never got that far. It was <laughs> just for me. It didn't. I didn't think about people or what my friends or family would say. It was just a me thing. Like. Can I see myself? I just, for me, like, it's like clothes. If I can't see myself in it, I'm not going <laughs> to pick it up. Right. So if I can't wow. see nothing with you, and maybe this better is like... Me. I'm going to buy it and return And maybe I shouldn't, oh like, pass judgment so soon. Maybe, you know, this is a flaw of mine. But if I can't vision it or see it, I'm not going to waste my time with it. Yeah. Okay. So I lust over it, yeah, but I'm not going to waste your time. Oh, see. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I was so you are attracted, though, to the... Oh, yeah, I see them all the time. I'm like, ooh. If they look like Christina Milian's boo or Kathy's boo. No, you're nice. But it's like, but I do want to test myself. Like, could I really Mm. do it? Because I feel like I would be open to doing it. Because it's like, if I'm attracted to you, it's like, dang, why not? Right. Mm. But so I don't know why I haven't just jumped the gun. I don't know. Yeah, I just want to see what it feels like. I mean, like, see what it like. Black Twitter. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, black Twitter. Black Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> we got a black Twitter. I, after. <laughs> I think he means mentally. Right. I did not know. Right. So, okay. Well, we got to run down the list, though, what you see here. So, do you think that there is a difference? Well, do you think that you can have a preference in race? Like, do you think it's okay for a race to not prefer their own race? Ooh, that's tough. I feel like it's tricky because I feel like a lot of African-American men prefer prefer white women or Latinos. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, black women, we worship our black kings. We, we go, sure we do. go hard for you. So um, that's tough because uh, I feel like it's where, it's where we're used to. So I don't want to make it say it's right. But I feel like, I mean, you're entitled to what you want to do. Let's just start off. I mean, if you want a white person, that's what you want. Um that's what you think but exactly mm. but I do respect you more and appreciate you more to see you with a black woman to see black love I just feel like it's powerful it just means something and for you to just go against the opposite of that it's like I, I have to be honest it's like could you handle it could you not handle us is that why you went to the so side? can black love be between a black person and somebody that's not black no that's not black love that's black and why, white love why? black and Latino that's love black love. and Asian love so that's like, not y'all watch the show <laughs> Y'all watch show. Yes, yes. Y'all watch show black love. And I don't uh-uh. get, I don't understand why they do that because to I me, it t- 
It takes away. They have all these different famous couples, or mm-hmm. you know, people we know, people we may not know, and it'll. And some of them are interracial couples, and it's like you're taking away what black love means, yeah. and like not saying like you again. You can shout out other love, but when you make a platform that's called black love, don't matter why, all black people. Why can't we have a space where we celebrate our love, and it and it'd be okay that I like. I think that that's more important than any other love. Well, like, this, right. I think for. For that particular show, the great thing about including interracial couples mm-hmm. is hearing how their dynamics are compared to a couple that is black. But to be honest, I don't want to hear because about some, it. Because sometimes, well, well, given like the one guy, I can't remember his name, he's married to the beautiful, strong black woman. Mm-hmm. And in hearing the oh. struggles that they go through in their relationship, it sounds, I'm sorry, it sounds very black. It's very, very us. Like, oh, they're going through the same struggles, even though that, even though he's white. Okay, let's be honest though. That's probably rare. Even, even if it does make sense, that's mm-hmm. very rare. Mm-hmm. So, it's- but I, I see why it was to me, including that particular couple on the show or hearing their situation, it was very eye opening for me because a lot, like I said, a lot of my family's biracial. So I, I hear, I see their struggles, but some of their struggles aren't the struggles that I feel like I would go through would be having a black partner. I feel like we can never just focus on black people and black things mm-hmm. and black mm-hmm. family. Like, the back, like seriously, marrying somebody, and that's why. I say my husband will be a black man marrying somebody is such a huge investment financially mm-hmm. emotionally and a lot of times in interracial relationships not all you will be in love with that person but you're not in love with the culture that comes with it like right. you'll say oh I love you but all the issues and that's another thing with uh, I feel like sometimes the problem between black men and black women is it's like oh black women are too angry or this I'm not gonna have the same types of problems as you know, Rebecca mm-hmm. or, you know, Valerie. Like, I'm going to have my own set of issues because I am a black woman in this world where black means so many negative things to other people. Mm-hmm. So you need to be there for me. If anything, I would, I, I just feel like, why don't you value that strong relationship? And, uh, and just to put this out here, because I know I feel like last episode we kind of made it seem like black people are not together. The majority of black men are with black women. So yeah. let's put that out there. That's not. Let's not act like black women are just out here by themselves. There are black men who truly love only black women. So, just wanted to put that out there into the world. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like we just never get a space to just be like I only uh, Wale on the real when he was talking about black women and, and how hard black women are. And I feel like every single time, whenever you bring up something black, it's like, oh, you're trying to be negative or oh, you're trying to like be against something. It's like, no. Why can't I just say only me and that's it and that's fine? Why do you take that as an attack? Because they're guilty, yeah, for real. And they overcompensate. I mean, you see a fence to it. You who, know? who overcompensates the men? Um, yeah, black mm. men. I know. Like when we're talking about colorism, I feel like they overcompensate when they see a darker woman of color, like my queen, my black sister, my chocolate mm. Godiva. Mm. You know, Hershey kiss. It's like you, you overcompensate, and it's like you're not going to hear any other race, any other man of that race say that to his, mm, you know, other race counterpart. And I feel like they do it because they point. they see dark-skinned women like almost as like a it's like a pity party like oh of course you need a little pick-me-up well we just love our dark black queens mm-hmm. like ooh, the black and the bear like they just all these things and it's like it's because it's always the story of the dark black girl as if we're like the ugly duckling it's a and fetish they gonna try something out i don't i don't i can't particularly speak from that point of view i could just see from what i witnessed like today um my play sister from back home she was here visiting she's a beautiful beautiful black woman mm-hmm. um and she she's you know darker skinned or whatever and everywhere we went i can say that the people like literally turned their head she has natural hair turn turn her head spoke i was like oh you're beautiful you're beautiful and i don't think it was because she was darker skinned i just think it was like wow she's a beautiful black woman 
I'm gonna be. I think it, it probably has something. I to can do. relate to that. Okay, because moving here, Cali's very different versus mm-hmm. where we're from. I'm sure. So moving here, I got the vibe that um, people that are not black love black women. Like mm-hmm. lust over us. Like oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous. Thank so you. I feel like they really believe it, but like they're like this girl is black and she looked that like mm-hmm. like that. So and I'm sorry if I, I that's how I always take it. Like mm-hmm. you beautiful, but you but you black and you beautiful. Yeah. Right. You know. Right. Like so it's like, like wow. Like you're like, pretty for a dark skin girl. Exactly. How people used to say. Yeah. People used to say you're pretty for a dark skin girl and then they don't understand that that's a backhanded compliment as if dark skin girls aren't right. naturally pretty, pretty. anyway. Right. Some of like, the prettiest people on this planet. But I agree. Yeah. When I see a black woman here in LA because I don't see a lot of them mm-hmm. per se, I am very excited. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, if I see you down the aisle, I'm like, oh, you, you are beautiful. Right. Because I don't and see I get, them. Ex- right. you know and I get that a lot here. A guy said, he was like, I just have to speak to you because I don't see my people out here. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. And I thought he was trying to push up on me. He was like, no, I'm just trying to let you know like I got to speak because I don't see a lot of you out here. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. And I was like, and I was like, okay, I gotta, I, I can respect you now. Mm. Okay, right, <laughs> right. right. I'm my guard now. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I would, I just, well, I think the only thing with colorism that becomes an issue for me is when, like, for instance, people are mad at mixed dish. Like, with um, Mixes coming out, mm-hmm. people were really upset. Like, oh, biracial people don't have any problems. They have all privilege. And, like, and mm. no, I, hmm. def, like, you that? <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that a lot cool. of people on YouTube look at the diff- the backlash. Mm. People have had a lot of backlash against b- against by um, mixed dish. I'm not even mixing though. That's a lie. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> they, and they, you know they picked the perfect person to co-star. Yeah, oh, definitely. Pick, yeah, you know she married. is married to a white man. Well, and she has a beautiful you know mixed, mixed trial. trial. Right. Well, and see that's the thing too is an, another thing is oftentimes when you do see um, black men or black women with non-black partners, it's usually darker skin complected people because yeah. they have an insecurity and they've they've internalized their own Eurocentric thoughts and feelings and that's unfortunate too because like even I mean Serena Williams half the time I would see people talk about her it would be black men dogging her out yeah honestly what? honestly so like yaddy 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 but see uh, but, but, it, but it's more than that you know what yeah. I mean it's, it's like Sure, if she would have been, if she were lighter skinned and she had that body, then it would be a different story. Yeah. But for, like, it just, it, it boggles my mind. What but the darker you are, the more grandmothers thing. look like. What so, was you raised around? The right. same people you're bashing, the same thing you were raised around. So I, 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 I hate to say this. So it sounds like you're saying, basically, if you date somebody biracial, either you have something against your own kind or you're running from something. No, I think that because when you like, say that you like Tika Sumter, why, why, why would she date a black, a white man? Or Mary he well, but let's think about no, for real. It's just some some the other one wasn't giving. I mean, but let's uh, let's be honest. If we talked to Tika Sumter and asked her like some real like why, like mm-hmm. I told you last time, my friend told me white men appreciate me in a different way. Yeah, and it checked me because I didn't understand her her conditioning and why she's made that decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because as a light skinned person, I don't understand what it feels like to go through those things as a dark skinned woman. Like mm-hmm. I was telling y'all after the um, our show ended. I have a, a beautiful dark skinned niece and there's only so many things that I can teach her about a black woman. But mm-hmm. when she if she grows up seeing only dark skinned men or only black men with lighter complected women, that's gonna that's gonna make her feel like, Oh, I'm not cute. Yeah. Right. And it's and, so common. And, and yeah, go ahead. And I've even actually know people that have only said I like only like light skinned women. Like yeah, I've actually yeah, heard people yeah. I went to high school would say that, and it's like, how dare you? And even if that's how you feel, because you're entitled to feel how you feel, keep that to yourself. Absolutely. Right. Why but, you gotta but, share that? Playing devil's advocate, how if somebody asks you what's your type, what is wrong with saying my type is 
brown skin, no, 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 long yeah. hair. No, like, no, no, no. what is wrong with saying like you have a particular <laughs> no, type? I know your type. I didn't know. Sometimes we don't even ask the type. You just start to just share. Share it. I okay. prefer light skinned women's, or you just praising them more. Oh, that's I like only like light skin. I need my okay. baby. And that's that's right. when it's extra. I didn't yeah, ask you all like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's right. different. But, but, but that's the approach we get a lot though. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not always. What do you prefer? Oh, light skin. No, it's always in a negative way. I need a light skin. But how do you prefer a light skin person over a dark skin person? That's what we need to get to. How do you, as a black person, say I don't like light skin or I don't like dark skin? Like that doesn't make. They sense. They see it as more like angelic, and the dark you are, the more it's like masculine, hard. You know. And that's what um, what's the Kodak Black? <sighs> yeah. I'm sure you know, y'all have a pre- y'all have a preference as to what type of black man you're looking for. No, I, I, I like black. There's men. there's a maturity. Like okay, for instance, when I was younger, <laughs> I used to have the biggest crush on Lil Fizz mm. from B2K. Me too. And then as I got older, it went to more J Boog, Omarion, mm. who are darker tone. I think it was just my mind my at face. the time, especially in the '90s. Yeah, light skin was in like. It's just true. Bow Wow always <laughs> won. Went nowhere. Bow Wow always um, won over Romeo. Like it's just, it, I agree. you know, okay. that's why you know Gina Martin. It's just the songs. It's always about the red bone, yellow bone. It's just, yeah, that's I, our world. And so. real quick, I, I agree. I, I used to have a light skin preference. I'm sorry. I guess so. I guess you're right. But I've now I do want the chocolate. Not, not I've turned a new. And I said I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah. Like if my ex fiance was light skin, light skin. Now the older I get, like I am really falling in love with like a black. Man, like I love like a brown skin black yeah. man. Like, like, I wanna, dark can I wait, light skin people are black too, y'all. That's another. I don't like to be only thing we're saying is, only thing we're saying is, you can have a preface, but don't knock them down. I wouldn't say I don't like light skin, so ugh. I wouldn't yeah. knock you down. I just don't want Mm-mm. it, but I want to make you feel bad. I just want to say Rocky, one more Rocky thing. said that it's wrong to have a preference. It is for if you're a black person who says I prefer light skin or, or dark skin. That's weird to me. But what, what tickles my fancy is what tickles. It's, it's not what tickles your fancy. And at the end of the day, I think it's all about reproduction <laughs> mm-hmm. because a lot of the black men they want daughters that are light and they want sons that look just like them, even if they are black as hell. So I think it's you know if it's a dark skin person, they may not want to reproduce with another dark skin person because they may not want a dark skin child. That is, and that's the same thing with light wow. skin people. Sometimes they don't want a kid that's going to be hella light. It's just true. Jay Lamar, mm. as a light-skinned person, you're not thinking about it because it doesn't affect you. But I can't say, <laughs> no, what she said about, like, dark, a dark-skinned person maybe want to pre- reproduce with a light-skinned person. I, you know, I and, some, a- and some dark-skinned people want, want dark kids. Like, uh, I want my kids to look like me. We got well, a part three, y'all. Yeah. Uh, we'll see y'all next Monday. I, we, we, really go, have bring, yeah, we have to bring in. We have to okay. bring in a, a couple or something. Right, we okay. Need. I love y'all <laughs> for sticking with us. We gotta go. We can do a whole show on this. St- no, we really could. We need two Stay hours. tuned for next week. We might do a little bit of a part three or have an entire t- just talk show. So, <laughs> or topic of the week show. So, thank you guys so much. Again, my name is Rocky Harris. You can find me on all social media at Raquel Harris TV. All right, I'm Jamie Gray. You can find me on Twitter at It's Jamie Gray or on Instagram at Jamie Gray, J A I M I. Hey guys, you can, I'm Sierra Stafford. You can find me on my Instagram at Sierra Stafford TV and my Twitter at Sierra B. Stafford. What's up, my beautiful people? It's your boy Jay Lamar. You can find me on all social media platforms at I am Jay Lamar. Thank y'all so much. Bye y'all. Keep it pimping. Love all black. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined.